Hey guys, it's LaFell Miller here with the Brave Way Podcast. Uh, what I'll be speaking about this time it, about is what is a competitive advantage and what does it mean for your business or your organization. Uh, I'll be giving a, a few examples of competitive advantages that you all may know of that you haven't heard of before and tips and tricks you can use to give your uh, company or organization the same edge to move you forward uh, when it comes to competition. Hope you like the pod. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, and share it around. And here is the pod. Hey guys, it's LaBelle Miller here. And like I said in the intro, I'll be going over competitive advantages for you. So what is a competitive advantage, you may ask? A competitive, yeah, if I can talk. A competitive advantage is an advantage that your organization or your personal business itself can be can use to attract customers even if it's like a niche market that's what your competitive advantage would be for example chick-fil-a is known for their good customer service right without going deep into details you can think about the things you may see on social media regarding chick-fil-a one of their competitors popeyes you can see how people rate their customer service, right? And how a lot of these things are talked about. That's one customer service, right? That's one way to look at competitive advantages. Another way of competitive advantage is name recognition, right? So you have your Nikes, your Adidas, your Levi's, your uh, uh, Pantagonia, uh, things like that, right? Depending on names in certain spaces, these things hold more natural weight to them, like true true religion jeans, for example, Levi's, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The name recognition is the brand and what they believe the brand naturally cost. Um, and then you also have a competitive advantage when it comes to looking at low cost or high cost providers. For example, your dollar stores, um, the whole thing, you know, dollar store, dollar general, family dollar, um, let's look at it as a low cost thing when you may consider a place like Target a more higher end thing for some of the same goods that you could get at the Target. Another example would be like Publix versus Kroger, uh, Save a Lot, for example, HG Hills. These are all they all have their competitive advantages in their own way because of the niche market that they're trying to to reach. So what does a competitive advantage mean for you and your organization? Well, first, you have to identify where it is you want to be within that space, right? So it's easier to enter a market either at the high end or the low end. The reason why is because you either set the expectation for your customer base that you are going to have higher quality goods at these high prices or services, whatever it is that you're uh, providing, 
at this higher end price point or if it's a lower end ever like that you're going to give me um, decent quality goods or probably you know somewhat not subpar would make it a little bit harder for people to want you to use their service but at that lower end price point so like people will understand what you're doing when you fall into that middle category right away nobody know and this is for newer businesses right nobody knows what it is that you're looking to provide or offer and why should they trust you out of everybody else that comes into the middle so like if you notice a lot of businesses when they first are starting out they never fall in that middle category they always want to be one or the other the reason why is if you're at the higher end it's easier to drop down if you're slower end, if you're doing well it's easier to move up right now you may not lose that many people along the way by doing each or whatever but it's the easiest way to fall in the position that you're looking for if you like an example that i will use really quickly is if you remember uh if you're a sports fan or not uh, easy way to do but when Lonzo Ball first entered the NBA his dad LeVar Ball wanted to come out with some custom shoes for his son he didn't want to worry about him grabbing on the deal with Nike Adidas etc so when he came out with his shoes he had his shoes at I believe it was a three or four hundred dollar price point can't remember which one and they did sell out relatively fast within a week of their pre-order stock when asked about this it was saying that I could either try to make my price point compete with the LeBron James price range shoes, which is, you know, 200, 250 or whatever for his signature shoes. Or I could have made them compete with the, at, this is at the time as well too, the, the Kyrie's or the Paul George shoes of the world, which was between, uh, you know, 100, $125. Or I could have tried to fail in that KD range of 150 to 200. And so he was like, I believe I had this good, this good quality product. That's the reason why I elevated my stuff at the very top. Now, of course, that didn't really work out. But the company, Big Baller Brand, is still around. It's, with that line of thinking, it's very smart to think, I don't want to compete within it. When you're entering a space like that, right, there's so many shoe name brands of like I said Adidas, Nike um, Converse sells basketball shoes and stuff as well it, it's hard and Reebok Under Armour if I didn't say that already it's hard to, to enter that space in the middle space where people already know what I can get from which shoe brand and which shoes I'm already comfortable with when you name something at that $300-$400 price point the people that are getting these shoes don't necessarily care about the shoe itself actually being able to play the game of basketball with it, but you're hitting this niche market that wants the top end, high end shoes. When it comes to, uh, and if you went on the, on the lower version, right? You're going on that lower version, people are like, you're just entering this space and you're having to make a cheaper shoe. I much rather trust Nike with their cheaper quality made shoes because I understand what to expect from them, right? So it's like the same thing too. You see, uh, 
not trying to say these things in disparaging ways, these are just facts, but like you've seen when Stefan Marbury years ago made shoes, he made his shoes and they were at Kmart, right? They made them cheaper, so people naturally felt that they weren't good products. Uh, when you see people wearing shacks, shacks are made at, um, they're sold at Walmarts as well, people just assume that you're getting a cheaper quality shoe. Uh, and these shoes were all like sold online, so they're like, they weren't going to be like in stores or anything like that. But circling back, so... For your company, your business, the way to uh, figure out what you want to do for a competitive advantage is first figure out the things that your company does well, um, things that they could possibly improve on that could be a competitive advantage if their uh, competitors are not doing well, and figure out how to capitalize on that, right? So it is, it's common now with social media for a lot of people to reach out and uh, try to create a Facebook page, create an Instagram page, and then push a lot of their stuff on there, right? Well, if you have other people who are doing the same thing, how can you really see of what you're doing is an advantage, right? Because then we're talking about advertising costs and advertising, obviously, uh, not only can it be fairly expensive, if you're looking at the cost to acquire one client, it may not be worth you actually doing that. Uh, that's why a lot of people you see try to push word of mouth and things like that that they can say. Another issue that you, uh, you could be looking at when you're uh, Figuring out what your competitive advantage is, is what you may think you're doing well, you're actually not doing that well at all. The way you have to do this is you have to research your competition to see the things that they are doing and doing well. So if you assume that, this is a hard example to use, but it's an example I will use for this case, like Amazon. Uh, in but I'm trying to make it like a small business mindset thing, right? If you had a company that assumed that they did well with their um, shipping, right? Let's say you had a company that made t-shirts and your t-shirts were comfortable, they were da-da-da-da, whatever. And then you were like, oh, I can get my shirts expedited out, expedited out between three and five business days. Like I said, they're good quality and all this other stuff. But when you have places like Amazon where people can sell their stuff at that can get you your shirt the same day or with two-day shipping, is your speed of shipping really a competitive advantage? And it goes back to like within that, let's look at free shipping, right? Is free shipping a competitive advantage when you have multiple companies who just absorb the cost of shipping because they know that they will get clients based off that, right? Somebody who would normally spend $10 because shipping is five may spend 20 or 30 because the shipping is free or it doesn't adjust, right? Or it's the same thing too. If your shipping was a company that offered just flat shipping costs, what good does it do if another company offers free shipping? If you do free shipping at $99 spent and another company just does free shipping off the rip. So that's something to be thinking about. Uh, same thing with uh, quotes, right? 
So if you're giving a quote on a service that you want to do for a client, and the quote that you're giving them uh, happens to be free, right? But the client ends up not buying. While free quotes sound good and it gives you enough people, how many free quotes can you be really able to give if this is actually taken away from your business being able to succeed because you're losing manpower to give a free quote that doesn't turn into an actual sale? So, it is, it's better for all businesses when you're looking at um, these competitive advantages to not get confused on what may actually be an advantage that's actually not. Um, like the examples I gave with like the great customer service or the name brand recognition, uh, things like that, the low cost, high cost providers, uh, those are more sustainable ways of getting your competitive advantage across, right? So could I kind of quickly recap, because I'm planning on doing like a different series of these. Uh, this one was, this pod in itself was just a way to for me to uh, speak about the different advantages, kind of what they are, what you may think it is an advantage and what is uh, really not one. Uh, but as these things go on, we will, I'll be getting in further detail on how to, how to grasp your own. So, um, like I said, this one is relatively short. Uh, you can contact me directly on all social media platforms at 37mode at, I mean, excuse me, at 37mode on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and you can find me. And we can speak uh, in, in more detail about this if you want to, if it seems like it's kind of confusing about what a competitive advantage really is. I just really kind of wanted to, like I said just a few seconds ago, paint a picture for you about what it is, what you may think it is, and uh, how to um, use it to, to help your own your own business. So thank you guys for checking out the pod. This is how you become legendary and greatness is earned.